0: Hey y'all and welcome back to Katie on the Flipside podcast. I am here to talk to you today about some struggles that I have had, some things I've learned about them and how I'm going to try to overcome them. I know with for me personally, with weight loss or changing my healthy habits of any kind, it's really difficult to stay on track a lot of times. And I think I've talked about this before, as far as the actual weight loss process goes and eating healthier. Um, the one thing for me that has made it more sustainable and made me more able to kind of stay on track is with the book that I read that kind of gave me all of my (laughs) life-changing thoughts and um, plan for eating and all of that. In the Body Love book by Kelly Levesque, she talks about kind of how to handle when you get off track and makes the way of eating um, very flexible and something that can be done in any setting in any place, wherever you go, wherever you want to get food, when you're at home, it's not super complicated and over the top. So that is what for me has made it um, extra sustainable, as well as it being flexible, and the world doesn't end and everything doesn't go off track if you get off track a day or two. So um, What I'm really working harder on now is exercise. And if you've been following me on Instagram, or in our vlogs or anywhere else, um, you've seen that Cullen and I are both doing the 90 day challenge last 90 days of the year, we're trying to live intentionally, um, exercise more, get up earlier, drink more water, take better care of ourselves. Um, practice gratitude and all of those things. So um, that's what we've been working on. And we went into it October first, super hardcore. Um, If you're not familiar with Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis, I don't know why you wouldn't be. (laughs) But if for some reason you weren't, this is kind of their thing that they are heading up and we jumped on board. And we're super excited to be doing it. And it is what really kicked off the start to my life changes last year. Um, I happened to read the book Girl, Wash Your Face in, I think it was the end of August, maybe September, sometime around August or September, and then started following Rachel on socials and then heard about the last 90 days and started listening and all the motivation came and, you know, it really kind of helped me get back on track with a lot of different things. And so... This year, I was like, okay, last year, I kind of, you know, did it a little bit and whatever here and there, but I'm going to really go hardcore. And so we started out, um, every single day, seven days a week, waking up at 5am, working out for 30, well, for me, 30 minutes, because, um, that is what was recommended by my doctor, (laughs) but that's also kind of their thing for the last 90 days is moving your body in some way for 30 minutes a day. Um, And that was our goal. I started doing 21 day fix through Beachbody On Demand and I I did it last year some and I've loved it. So that is a workout you can do at home. For me, I know if I'm going to have to get out and go to a gym, I'm going to not want to. (laughs) Um, I think one of the struggles for me with exercising, I know this sounds really dumb, but getting ready every day, <laughs> like having to shower and sweat every day. Like, I don't have time for that. I barely wash my hair like every three days as it is when I'm not exercising. So for me, that has been a little bit of a struggle. Um, obviously, that is not an excuse to not work out. I'm just saying that's where my my mental mindset of the struggle started. So I was listening to a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, And it is a really, really great book. Like, oh my gosh, it's is—it's really, really good. Um, And it talks about kind of why we have a hard time changing our habits, starting new habits, um, keeping up with better habits, and breaking bad habits. And one of the things that he talks about, he kind of has different laws of keeping your habits or breaking bad habits. And one of his laws is to make it easy. And as I was listening to this, I was like, okay, yeah, I thought I had made this easy for myself by it being an at-home workout. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to make sure that like my hair is brushed or that I'm wearing the cutest workout clothes or whatever else because nobody's going to see me other than myself. And so that was my first step and thought before I even read this book to how I'm going to make it easy. But then the more I listened to his book the more I realized he talks about how even like the little smallest steps that you have to go through to get to the point of working out, like he breaks everything down so, so specifically and so detailed that I was like, oh man, you know, that totally makes sense. And it's stuff that you ever have things that you've thought about kind of subconsciously, but you haven't really like let yourself think that that's really what you're thinking. I don't know. Y'all probably don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not making any sense. But basically, I think some of this stuff had run through my head. So I realized um, last year when I was doing the 21-day fix on Beachbody, I feel like I loved it a lot more. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it was new and I have no idea. But as far as the actual workout and, and kind of pushing myself and making myself do it. But I was also doing it just in my den right outside of my bedroom. So I would go out there and literally just had to walk, you know, 20 steps, have my computer, turn it on, and do it. And so this time around... um Last time I did worry about waking the kids up, like there's, you know, jumping around, jumping jacks and running in place and whatever that I feel like makes a lot of noise. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go down in the basement and do it this time because that's going to make it more enticing because I don't have to be all quiet. I can, you know, like jump around without having to feel like I'm holding myself back. So I had myself all set up in the basement And Cullen goes to an actual gym and works out. And so he leaves and the kids are still sleeping when we go. And so I do take the like the monitor so I can hear them if somebody wakes up because let me just let you know that if you start waking up earlier, your kids are probably going to start waking up earlier. And I think there's several reasons for that. But um, it does happen that they're going to wake up and they're not going to have a clue where I am because I'm not usually in the basement when they wake up. So um, I take the monitor down there and I started kind of thinking about all the steps that I have to go through to get downstairs. And this is not me like complaining or making excuses. This is just kind of me explaining it in a way that maybe you can think about different things for yourself and all the little things that might be holding you back. Obviously, these things are not difficult and it's not like I can't do them Or it's not like they take a super duper long time, but it's just the thought of something like a new habit that you're trying to start that's already kind of mentally challenging for you. Um, The physical part, like I can do the workout and I, you know, I've never, never been the kind of person that like loves working out, but I can do it and it doesn't kill me. And um, so it's not, it's not just doing the workout, but it's mentally telling myself like, okay, I'm going to go do this. So these are the things that kind of make me in my head be like, oh, it's going to be such a long process to get down there, which it's not. But as um, he talks about in this book, there's all the little steps. So when I get out, I had gotten to where I was laying out my clothes the night before. So I didn't even have to think about that. I would get that done. Um, but then I get the monitor and unplug the monitor, take it downstairs um, it is really janky and the little cord doesn't work. So sometimes you have to spend a couple extra minutes getting the cord right so it will stay plugged in and charge. I know this is like a whole situation that needs to be handled separately because the monitor's not working like it's supposed to. But anyways, so that's just always one of those little things that just makes you be like, Oh, this is so annoying. I don't wanna to have to deal with this right now. Um take that downstairs, I usually get fill up my water bottle. And sometimes I have a pre workout thing that I will like little drink that I'll mix up beforehand, I get my water bottle, I get my phone. And so I set my phone up with Nest so I can see Brooks Gaines is on the other monitor, got both of them set up right there. And then I take my computer downstairs have to find my computer usually because I've usually left it somewhere random the last place I was working or whenever I cleaned up. Take that downstairs, get the Beachbody page open, um, which I've tried starting. I've been starting to leave that open, and then I like to put it in my AirPods because last year when I was doing it in the den, I was just playing it, you know, out regular. And it was fine. But once I started using my AirPods, I was like, oh, this is even better because like the music is right in my ears. I can actually hear everything they're saying. And so I like it better like that. If you have AirPods or any other type of like Bluetooth connectivity device, you might know that it sometimes takes a minute and they don't connect right. And then sometimes you have to restart your computer and then blah, 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 blah. So then that's kind of another step. Um, Half the time I will like forget my shoes and have to go back up the stairs, get my shoes. Um, the cats usually come downstairs and they're like running around down there. Um, there have been a couple times when Brooks has woken up while I've been down there and TMI probably, but just so you know, <laughs> um, he usually wakes up and he will go poop and then I'll have to go wipe his butt <laughs> because that's what moms do. We like to wipe butts. We don't like to wipe butts. That's a lie. We do it because we love our kids. But um, so there's been a couple of times where I've had to like run up there in the middle of my workout and take care of that. So basically what I'm saying is it is not that these things are too difficult and it's not that... I like, Oh, poor pitiful me that I have to do these things at all. It's really not. It's just that when it comes down to the process of trying to start a new habit, you need to make it as easy as possible for yourself. And if it's something that there's even like the slightest tinge in your head of thought of like, Oh, dang it, but I've got to deal with like my AirPods that don't work, I got to deal with the monitor, or, you know, whatever the, the case may be, it's going to kind of cause you to question yourself like the easier it is the less steps that you have to do the better and the the more consistent that you will be with it and this is not just like some random thoughts this is actually science um in this book he talks about a number of research studies and different things that were done um to show how this actually helps you so obviously um you know as I started exercising and trying to be more consistent with that the things I'd always heard were you know lay out your clothes the night before and do all this stuff but I'm thinking I'm like okay I need to start going ahead the night before I'm putting my computer downstairs putting I don't know if there's a way to help with my airpods but like maybe finding a different way to do the monitor situation or maybe I just move myself back upstairs and I just do it in the den and hope nobody wakes up from me jumping around um Because that would make it a lot easier and that would make it something that I could just literally walk out and do so that I don't really have any excuse not to do it. Like I need to not even have an excuse. I need to just do it because it's so easy. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know that there's a better time for me to do it because... I am not, like once the day gets going, it's just it's just too late. The days that I accidentally, and I know this sounds weird because who accidentally wakes up at 4.30 a.m., but um, if I would have my alarm set until 5, or set for 5, and then for some reason I'd wake up to like have to pee or roll over or something at 4.30, And knowing what I know now about the sleep cycle and how it would actually make me more tired to go back to sleep for the 30 minutes, I got up at 4.30 a couple of times. And those days were actually really good because the kids weren't even close to waking up. Um, Cullen would have not even left yet. So I wouldn't have had to take the monitor downstairs. So there's just like, there were just a few different things about that, that I was like, dang it, maybe I should just freaking get up at 4.30 a.m. and make it even earlier. Um, But I'm just I'm trying to like, to think about this stuff. And I think that's something that a lot of times I'll feel like, okay, well, this is just too dramatic. And I'm just being too crazy about this. I need to just either do it or not do it. But I overthink things. That's just me. That's who I am. I'm an Enneagram six. And for those fellow sixes out there, you know how it is. We're all, we're just going to think about all of the things. And so for me, it helps me to try to like process it and think of the ways that it will be easier for me. Um, another thing that he talked about was stopping before it seems like too much for you or before it seems like it's too hard. Um And that sounds really lazy. But I think it's an important part of starting a new habit. And this goes for food, this goes for exercise, this goes for any habit that you want to have. And I think that's why I was able to be so consistent with my food and with my weight loss is that I didn't make it so difficult for myself. I knew that if I tried to like, track it in an app and count my calories and count my macros and count my carbs and all the things. It just, I would, it would be too much because I would obsess about the little things. I know how I am. And I know that I would obsess about the fact that like, oh, I put in 19 calories and it was like actually 22. And then I would stress out about that. So I just, I know myself well enough to know that it needs to be super simple. And if there is more of to it, then I'm going to obsess about it. And I'm going to over start overthinking it like I'm doing right now. And then I'll just stop. And um, I think with exercise, it was, you know, I've never in my actual life, worked out or exercised seven days straight in a row, woken up at 5am every day. Um, Everybody has a lot going on in their lives all the time. We have a lot going on in our life right now, just like everybody does. Um, We do have the extra part thrown in that we are trying to sell our house, we're wanting to move and we want to get a new house. So that always just throws like a little difference in the routine. We're not just living like regular busy life, stressed out routine right now. There's a few extra things thrown in there. So, when you throw on top of it trying to do something every single day, um, for me personally, that was pushing it until it felt too hard. And I think, I don't think that it's an unachievable goal to build up to that. But personally, for me, it seems to work better when I start off easy. And I've talked about this before, too, with starting off um, with just walking, getting out and walking for 30 minutes, whether I go fast, whether I go slow. Um, With that, there was also the immediate reward of I really enjoyed walking outside, like I enjoyed the scenery, I enjoyed seeing like other people walking their dogs, seeing the people pulling out of their driveways and Go to work in the morning, seeing the sunrise some day, seeing the the beautiful trees and the, you know, all the things that you see when you're outside. So that was an immediate kind of naturally relaxing reward as I was exercising. And then I would also be listening to a podcast or an audiobook or whatever was interesting to me at the time. So it was almost like I was having some time to myself. Um, when I'm doing a workout and doing the beach body stuff, it's somebody in my ear telling me which exercises to do. Um, They have their music behind the workouts. You can turn on your own music, but for me, I haven't figured out exactly what would be the best option for that right now, because then I would have to, set it up on another device and pull it up. And the times I've tried to do that, I end up with either like a bunch of ads or I can't find the right playlist I want. And again, that's like a preparation ahead of time thing. If I want to listen to music that is pushing me harder, then I need to spend some time creating that playlist prior to getting downstairs to work out and thinking I can just come up with something. Um, So when something is rewarding and it's easy, you're going to be more likely to keep up with it. So I also previously last year when I was um, like in the very beginning stages of weight loss and changing my health and my lifestyle, um, I was working out probably three days a week, maybe four sometimes. And so for me, that was a really good balance. And um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm also doing some hormone, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Um, and when I started doing that, my doctor had told me to, um, for my exercise and workout and whatever, to be three to four days a week. And he said not to go over 20 minutes um, and doing some like high intensity stuff for 20 minutes. And I had mentioned about the beach body workouts that are 30. And he said, you know, that was fine, but definitely don't do more than that. Just based on kind of, he explained it better at the time, but basically it would be too much and I would burn out. And I feel like that's kind of what happened after the 21 day fix, after doing it seven days a week, um, I was just kind of left feeling like I've been getting up at five, thirty, six a.m., whatever time, enough time to have time before the kids wake up. I've been doing that for about almost a year now. And I feel like I was losing time to myself. Um, I am a morning person in the sense of when I wake up is when I have all my thoughts. There are people who they'll say I lay down in bed at night and I can't go to sleep because I just like start thinking about all the things I have to do the next day and all the thoughts are running through my mind. I just, that's not me. I am one that like my brain shuts down at like eight o'clock at night. And the next morning, as soon as I wake up, depending on the day, there's a lot of days I will wake up and have to like get a piece of paper and start writing it all down because I will have all the things come to my head. And that's kind of like the time that I do best in getting my thoughts ready for the day, thinking of the things I need to do. And that's the time that I would have time to like read a devotional or read my Bible or pray or do any of those types of things, journaling, um, just kind of chilling and kind of having a slow morning waking up. And so it was almost it almost feels like taking that time away from the day and leaving me feeling a little bit rushed and flustered. So um, I think for me at this time, which again, this is all part of, I think the, the process of creating a healthier lifestyle and changing your habits is about finding what works for you personally, and modifying that in a way that maybe taking it back even further than you might want to, but still making sure that you're doing more than you were previously. So if I wasn't working out at all previously, which this summer I had gotten way off track and was not exercising other than we were preparing our house to move. So I was running around like a crazy person doing stuff in the house. So it's not like I was just sitting around, but I was not getting up early and exercising. I was doing some like super duper light yoga and, um, not like cardio or anything like that. So, um, I think for me, starting going from zero to seven days a week was, a shock to not just my body but to my mind. My body felt better. I loved the way I felt as far as exercising every day and I think it is something that I could build up to. But in order for me to not totally give up, for me I feel like it's important to make sure that I have a couple days here and there to give myself a slow morning, wake up slow. Um really that hour, extra hour in the morning for me is time that I need to figure out what's going to make me feel the best throughout this day. Um, what's going to make me leave this hour and feel most accomplished and prepared for the day and the least frustrated. Because there were days when I knew like, okay, I just have one or two quick emails that I need to send or things for work that needed to get finalized. And it's only going to take me 30 minutes right now. But if the kids are awake or if it's after the day's gotten started and everybody else's Got um, other demands that I'm needing to attend to, then it's going to take 45 minutes or it's going to take an hour. It's going to take, you know, who knows how much longer. I'm going to totally forget about it. So for me, it's about taking that time and saying what's going to make me the most prepared for the day and what's going to make me end up being the most productive later. Um, I think another important thing that he says in the book is he talks about never missing twice. So if you're trying to start a new habit and say you're wanting to work out seven days a week or you're wanting to work out however often you are, or you're trying to eat better whatever, don't miss two times in a row. And... It's okay. Don't beat yourself up for slacking off one day or don't beat yourself. I mean, don't even beat yourself up if you did miss twice or whatever else. But when you allow yourself to do that, then it just progresses even further. But if you kind of have a rule for yourself that, you know, I'll take two days off or I'll take one day off or whatever, just don't let yourself do that more than once because then you're going to start, um, letting yourself just continue to to keep missing and to keep backing down and falling off the wagon. Um, there's one way that he talks about kind of creating the habits and starting with small things that take two minutes at a time. Um, so he gives the example of a man who was trying to start working out. And this sounds really ridiculous. But when you are trying to start something totally brand new, it's really hard to go from, like I said, zero to like 70 miles an hour on, with no, no, no preparation. So this guy um, wanted to go to a gym. And so he would start every morning setting his alarm and just waking up at the time that he would need to leave. And then he'd do whatever it was he needed to do. And then he would start, he'd do that for a few days. And then he would start waking up, getting in his car, starting the car, putting on or putting on his workout clothes, starting the car. Then he would start waking up, putting on his workout clothes, starting the car and driving to the gym and then allowing himself to leave. Um, You kind of get the point. And then he would start going and he would stay for like two minutes and then he would stay for five minutes and he would stay for 10 minutes and kind of keeping it at a level where you actually want to do more. You find yourself saying like, okay, I can do more than this. I can do more, but you want to stop before you burn out or before you find yourself going like, oh, this is just too hard. I can't keep this up. And I think that's where I got to in the past couple of weeks was like, I, I literally like, I can't do this seven days a week for the rest of my life. Like this is gonna, Oh, I just can't. Um, I think rest is very important and who knows, maybe one day, seven days a week will be fine. But I think it's also important to recognize that, Moving your body does not necessarily mean waking up at 5am and doing a hardcore, you know, high intensity workout seven days a week. It can mean like the one day um, that we went to a NASCAR race, we knew we were going to be walking around a lot and we were going to be up and down stairs and in different places. And so we chose to use that as our moving our body for the day and not doing that Um, in the 21 day fix program that I was doing, there are quote, rest days, which is like you do yoga or you do something like that. But personally, for me, I think it is best to allow myself actual rest days, where it's not like I'm going to just sit on the couch all day, I'm still going to be my active normal self play with my kids, do that kind of stuff, but not feeling forced to do an actual workout that requires all the steps um there's definitely some parts of it that need to be addressed as far as going back to even getting down there and doing the things but i think all those little steps that are required wouldn't be as or wouldn't seem as daunting if it wasn't every single day if that makes sense so that's where i stand right now um if you guys have been around for a while you've seen that I have been doing this and you may have noticed that in the past week. I haven't really posted anything about that um, or about exercising or about working out or whatever. I think that a lot of what I talked about today is kind of part of the reason there's also some stuff related to all the hormone treatment and all that that I will probably talk about at another time, but basically kind of long story short, the per, the second half Of the month, I'm supposed to take a progesterone supplement. And that sucker, like, literally wipes me out. If you have ever been pregnant before and you remember what first trimester feels like when you feel like you've been stuck in a bowl of like molasses or quicksand and it's just physically difficult to move your body at all, it's kind of like that. Um, And I hate it. Like, I dread taking it. And so I'd actually emailed my doctor in the middle of the couple weeks where I'm supposed to take it this month. And I was like, I just like, I don't know that I can keep doing this. Like it makes me want to cry thinking about having to get up and exercise. Like exercise sounds so difficult to me right now when I was previously the week before doing it with no problem. So that's part of it. I'm not going to go into all of that right now. Um, But there are definitely physical things that can interfere. I have felt a ton more motivation once I stopped taking it. So. That is a positive, and we're. I'm gonna address with my doctor on how to kind of handle that as the months go forwards. But that did help a lot. So, anyways, as you're working on building new habits, creating new habits, make them easy for yourself. Um, make it so that you have the fewest amount of steps possible to get there. Make it so that you prepare your environment ahead of time so that you're not having to go through all those steps just to get to it. You should be able to do it without thinking, like to go in there, your um, workout clothes are already laid out, your shoes are already laid out and your socks. There's times when I go to get them out and I'm like, but they're literally all right here in my closet. This is dumb. Like this isn't going to help me. But it does like it, it just a little tiny 30 second step changes a lot about getting you there. And it's one less mental thing to do when you wake up and you're still half asleep at five o'clock in the morning. So that is my take on kind of starting new habits, how to keep yourself from failing with new habits. The book has been amazing. Um, if y'all are interested, I'll leave a link in the description on um, with a link to the book. I, of course, listen to it on Audible and Um, love my AirPods still. (laughs) So it's a great way to do it. I do it, listen to it while I'm cleaning the house or doing dishes or whatever you guys are doing right now. When you're doing listening to this podcast, you can listen to, um, books there but I think that's all for today. (laughs) Um, It's really changed my perspective listening to this book. So I'm hoping to put some of this into practice and let you guys know how it goes. But just remember that just because you're not starting out at the level of somebody who has been doing something for years does not mean you're not doing enough. If you're doing more than you were the day before, then you're making a change. If you continue to do just even a tiny bit more than you were doing the day before, you're making a change. And over time, those little small differences, little small changes are going to add up and really create extreme success so you guys keep it up I'd love to hear your feedback or your thoughts on any of this Um, you can find me on Instagram at katiepie07 you can find me on Twitter at katiepie7 and YouTube at katie on the flip side we also have our family vlogging channel which is Cullen and Katie C-U-L-L-E-N and A-N-D Katie K-A-T-I-E I would love to connect with you guys on any of those platforms. And thank you guys so much for listening, for all the support. Y'all have been amazingly supportive, and it blows me away every time I post an episode that you guys still continue to listen. It really, really, really means a lot to me. I know your time is extremely valuable, and it is the most valuable resource that you have. So I appreciate you giving your time to me and sharing that with me. Thanks, guys, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.